This is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal Dudes. And joining us is film star Sarah J. Hello. Hello. Hall of Fame film star. Hall of Fame. Yeah, I did see that. I was doing my research, trying to find the stats and everything like that. That's pretty impressive. Former Cincinnati Bearcat, Sarah J. This is also true. You guys did some research, huh? Is, is Bearcat a sports thing? I don't get that. It's the Cincinnati. Yeah. University of Cincinnati. Oh. <laughs> I don't know the sports, so I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Um, so thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. I've been a fan for a really, really long time. (laughs) And not to get it like weird to start out, but like I needed to get that like off my chest. It's uh, since 2001. So long oh, yeah. time. I said, that's very he's got the really date. specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, it was in November. I remember <laughs> it was. <laughs> well, it opened me up to a whole new, like to these two websites that I, that I was like into when I was in college for like ever my first sex teacher and my friend's hot mom. And I was, Good. and I remember it was, I was just like, wow, this is such like a, such an interesting like way to do it. Like, cause it, you don't really get like that sort of, like immerse yourself in the scene thing it's sort of like people are just like oh hey like they see a girl walking down the street like that's what a lot of porn is i feel like now it's like oh hey what's up you want to go fuck like cool let's do it and it's like i like that more like storyline like oh mrs mrs divine you're vacuuming can i help you vacuum you know what i mean like that's that's, that's much that's better for me that's more creative i like it too um my production company wide side productions that's the type of content that we produce as well Little short stories, just enough reason to fuck, you know. Do you um? Do you are you gonna do feature length stuff too? Like, or, or is that just as far as like feature performing? No, like um, remember when that um, I think it was called Pirates. Oh, feature movies, right? Yeah. No, you know um, those are really just not that profitable. I feel like a lot of those are like just passion projects, you know. Yeah. Well, that's. That was something that I kind of no. It was something that I kind of wanted to like ask is like the way the industry is now and like with the kind of like growth of fan sites like OnlyFans or like Fansly and things like that. Like that's is I mean, are we is that where we're moving towards? Like the feature length stuff is just kind of fallen. Like what do you what do you yeah, think or what have you seen? That's been gone for a while now. I think you know, um, and with the uh, emergence of these channels that people can basically DIY and be their own, you know, content producers. Um, There's a lot more amateur quality content and, but the amateur quality content is like a higher grade as well too. So um, yeah, those big productions were antiquated already. Do you feel like it's more beneficial to kind of like the medium in general, like, like more amateur stuff, leading into kind of more high quality stuff or like i mean because anyone can go and buy like an hd camera now like a 4k and just kind of do it yeah you absolutely do yeah never thought about that yeah you've never thought about that pete well no i've never thought of well no i've never thought about like recording a sex tape on my phone and i don't know why maybe we legitimately talked about having an OnlyFans for the podcast 
Mr. Mr. Pierre, like the only person in the world. <laughs> uh, so I'm, yeah i'm a teacher and i know like my students are definitely recording their own sex tapes on their phones but that's not in my fucking business i'm not about that <laughs> but um you know even like we switched to using phones when we do things outside like previously we would have to be like kind of clandestine you know for shooting any kind of like outside pickup or you know like a walk or anything like that and um now it's just a lot easier because you can shoot everything on your phone and we'll just edit it together with the content that we shoot on the actual camera. Can I pitch an idea to you? Because I had this idea the other day and I think it would work as like an anthology kind of thing where you could break it up into little stuff, but not it doesn't have to be a full length. Is that cool? I'm wondering where this is going. Yeah, I think so. I'm okay. not sure. Right, so, <laughs> she, she hasn't heard it yet. She okay. <laughs> I like that. Let's we're keeping it professional. I like that. Uh it's called porno combat. So it's like uh-huh. Mortal Kombat, but like with porno. Okay. Right? So it's like two like like it's like a tournament style thing, but like two stars come together and they are like challenging each other and they have like special moves that they do and then like the one wins and the one loses and then moves on to the next round and you could break it up into like smaller videos but still keep that plot you know what cool. i'm saying yeah you should do it oh, okay <laughs> i meant like you if you wanted to produce because we, we don't have the means <laughs> now are you doing things exclusively with your own production company or are you still working with outside companies as well no i work with other companies as well it's just less and less and less um, primarily just producing and performing and stuff for myself. Uh, is that what your goal ultimately is to just be exclusively under your own production company? Um, no, not at all. Uh, I guess like my goal is to just kind of do what I want. <laughs> if I want to work uh, in front of the camera, I work in front of the camera. If I want to work behind the camera, I work behind the camera. If I want to work for another company, I work for another company. So um, just having like full creative freedom and the ability to kind of call the shots when you want to, that's nice. Uh, But also it's nice to sometimes just sit back and show up and get paid to fuck on somebody else's set too. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I think I've kind of reached most of my goals already in, um, in my career. And uh, yeah, you know, now it's just like, uh, we just released uh, or just opened a new website, wideside.com, which is all the stuff that I've been producing and directing for the past, you know, eight, 10 years. And uh, yeah, that's, that's where my goals are is really just to see that like grow. I would love to um, be, have Wideside be a like solid uh, force in the adult industry as far as a production and company goes something that would outlive myself that's fair did um is it tough to get like to get other like girls that you know like friends to do stuff or do they is it just like a because i know in hollywood there's like a it's it's like the um the screen actors guild the more the more you do that the higher your prices is that the same thing in adult films or no Um, to a certain extent, uh, you know, not necessarily like the more you do, um, there's like a lot of factors into like what goes with your rate, you know, um, 
who you're doing, what you're doing, if a test <laughs> is included, you know, like every, how long you've been doing it, how many awards you've got, if you've got, um, and, you know, sometimes people change their rates based on things like PR, like if they've had a lot of like press recently, their rate will go up, you know? Uh, so I, I kind of wanted to ask you about that. Like, so how do you, how do you feel about like your notoriety or like your, cause I feel like every other month you're trending on Twitter and I get so nervous. I'm like, all right, what the fuck did Sarah do? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just people talking about you and like, sometimes it's positive and sometimes it's not. And I'm just like, it's such a weird discourse. I kind of wanted to ask you how you felt about that. I feel pretty much the same as you do. I'm like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I don't really think too much of it, to be honest with you. Like, other than the fact that I'm like, damn, I've got nothing else to talk about. That's fine, I guess. <laughs> Any press is good press, right? You know, I don't really care. Um, you know, there, like, you know, like you said, there's always like a mixture of like good and bad and stuff. Uh, the only time that like my feathers ever get like ruffled, I guess, is when that on occasion, like something that people are not like privileged to know about leaks out or something like that. And, yeah, that kind of like annoys me because, um, yeah, no, you know, like if you didn't tell people, that's because you don't want them to know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah it's the, it's like the nature of the internet everyone's looking for the next big like story and like controversy it it sucks yeah it's whatever uh you know i guess i should just be thankful that people are talking about me Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and uh i always thought it was really cool uh when i was when we were doing the research i found uh i like that because it makes it sound like you know it's not looking at that adult film videos when I say doing the research, uh, but that you got, so you got an award I saw for best interracial a couple of years ago, right? Uh, it was a while ago, maybe like 2015, I think. Maybe yeah. And it's, I just, but I felt, I felt like that was really like, that's a cool thing to have on your resume. Yeah, people give me shit about so much stuff, you know, <laughs> everything from being thick to having curly hair to the fact that my uh, nipples are like going different directions. Like, come on, like, you know, um, I, I just I put all those kind of things together. Opinions are kind of like assholes. Everybody's got one. And when you're on public display and people see all the things that you do, you know, whether you've got a pimple on your butt or, you know, you're having sex with black guys, um, somebody's going to say something. Yeah, I just it, it just always it's always been interesting to me how you handled that, because you never really like there's not there's never really been like, a, oh, my God, Sarah likes this. And then you're like you you lash out. It's just like, you're like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you guys. You don't like um, it. Deal with it. Because, like, honestly. I. My career is on putting my whole life on display, basically, and I'm fully aware of that. But I also kind of don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. <laughs> so um, I'm not going to like entertain other people's opinions because I really don't care. I hate that's to fair. sound like an asshole, but <laughs> the fact of the matter is, is that like uh, I put my life on display because I can, 
and it doesn't bother me. And I'm not one of these people who like get like affected by public opinion of myself. Um, so I feel like that's a skill that not everybody has. And, um, you know, I also am a very sexual human being and I see absolutely nothing wrong and I have like absolutely no shame in what I do. Uh, and that's why I do what I do, not for everybody's opinion. Right. No, that's fair. You're the only one you, the only one you have to answer to is you. So yeah, ultimately, um, is there, I think it's, but I was going to say, I think I just wanted to say, I think it's really good that you're putting that out there, especially in like the world of like Instagram, where everyone is obsessed with like filters and how they look and how they look from what angle and how they take. Speaking the picture. Which, Pete, I noticed you didn't like my last Instagram selfie. If you could just jump on that. that would... Shit, I'm sorry. Let me. <laughs> God damn it. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I feel a certain way about that. Pete. <laughs> yeah, I they took four Instagram accounts uh in 40 days and yeah i never bothered to start back up <laughs> wait what, what did they what did they do to them i'm sorry they took four instagram accounts down like i had a main account and a backup for my myself and also for my production company and they took all four accounts in 40 days did they and I was like, oh wow okay i guess you guys don't want me here and then did they just, give you a reason did they kind of like that's, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's oh god. That's yeah. Have you no, had I, other like similar experiences to that on other social media? Like, I think a lot of that is just because like my ability to detach from social media like that and detach from public opinions because I wasn't raised like that. I'm 45. I was raised before the internet even existed, and um, the way that I was raised and the way that I was brought up was very like, do what you want, you know. <laughs> We're, we're, we're saying we're forties and I think Pete's the youngest. Yeah. So we, so we're, we were in that era too. That's yeah. We, I'm in the era where you used to have to dot matrix print naked pictures of celebrities. If you wanted good porn, <laughs> I had Sandra Bullock from the net in a blurry picture printed on a dot matrix that took 90, 90 minutes to come out. <laughs> that like feed in fax machine oh, yeah, paper. <laughs> yeah. With the, with the, you pull the paper off. The yeah. Side. Yeah. You were like in 35 minutes, I'll have this picture. Yep. <laughs> you got to hope your parents don't come home in this span of time while it's printing. You got to cut it off halfway through. Lame. Nowadays, it's great. Pretty much just bring it up on your phone. And then if anyone catches you, you're like, oh, no, I'm just I'm just looking at basketball scores. Candy <laughs> crush. Yeah. yeah yeah they're crushing something is there any is there anything <laughs> in your career that you haven't done that you'd still like to try you know i haven't um done a scene or even in personal life had sex with two bisexual men that would be interesting like we're not like i'm you know i've done so much and now we're getting like super niche like <laughs> <laughs> i haven't had sex with a guy and a girl and a girl on top of a mountain. <laughs> you know, like, One of them's I, wearing a bear costume. And the other <laughs> I haven't had sex with two pygmies going down a zip line in Australia. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a market out there for anything. Like, uh, uh, there's ad- anything and everything's a kink. And the pygmy yeah. porn market right now is, is is hot. So, I highly recommend <laughs> striking Wait, while the iron's hot. 
So what kind of stuff? Uh, so did you, you were you at the AVNs? Because that was recent, right? Yeah, I was. How'd that go? I heard it wasn't as good this year as it usually is. Um, you know, I, I guess I've got my own opinions about the whole AVN thing. I I feel like maybe the show needs to be revamped, not just the award show, but the entire convention as well. Um, feels a little antiquated. Interesting. Yeah, like it's not um, it's not the best merchandising show. It's you know not like a con where you can. You, there's a lot of like sales going on and stuff. The booths are fairly expensive to get, so that kind of limits it down to who can get a booth. And there's not a lot of like networking or educational events going on during the show. So um, the location that they had it in was elusive at best <laughs> and um i just i just didn't really feel like it served a lot of the purposes that it could serve hmm. i i wanted to ask about um the only thing that i saw about avn i mean so like marketing too because like i mean i'm on social media and it'd be it'd be great if they could just like pull something out there um i, I did see like on twitter that Amaranth, the big Twitch streamer who was super popular for her ASMR and her hot tub streams, she won an award at she won an AVN award. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I know about like the Adriana Chechik, like her controversy and how she's trying to get onto Twitch now and stream and she's having a hell of a time just playing video games. Oh, for sure. They're, like um, you know, most platforms, like I have to practice wear like a turtleneck if I want to hit my content approved you know there's no way I could do a hot tub stream on any platform like I can't even take a picture in a damn hot tub you know like <laughs> have, I mean have you attempted to like do twitch at all or no um you know I sat in on a seminar about twitch <laughs> I bought the headset and I bought the video card and I set up my little situation and then I didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, life gets busy and there's only so much time in the day for everything. One day I might do it. All the stuff's still here. You know, I know what I'm doing. So we'll see. I guess it's just kind of like, especially with the trouble that you had with Instagram, it just kind of, I don't know, part of me sees like, you know, what's the point? Like, they're just going to do like the same thing, especially if, I mean, like Adriana's like, she's trying real hard and she's trying to break out into that scene. Like, what are, what are they going to do to you? you know? Yeah, you know, it is um, very discouraging and it feels like you know you're already defeated before you get started a lot of times but then sometimes and i guess that's what i'm waiting for it's like you just <laughs> like spark of like fuck them i'm gonna go on there and i'm gonna do it until they kick me off <laughs> that would be that'd be amazing that'd be like all right sarah j on twitch streaming until they give me the fucking boot that's like that's the It'd be like a 24 hour, like a 36 hour stream, whatever. <laughs> do a marathon until yeah, they shut you down. I like always, or at least I try to always like stay within the parameters of the platform. And um, I, it's, it's rare that I ever like push boundaries, but you know, just my mere existence is pushing boundaries. You know, like I know that sounds crazy, but it's almost like my name is a dirty word already. You know, like, literally my face is, you know, like <laughs> my body, my whole thing, you know, like it's, it's dirty. Like they see that they're just like filth, Lauren filth. 
<laughs> do you think there's a difference too between how uh women who are posting things on there and men are treated differently there was a big thing with tommy lee posting the picture of him in the shower or the bathtub or something and that was up on instagram for almost an entire day before it got pulled down whereas you know like you said you you got multiple accounts pulled down and things like that and all he got was that picture taken down yeah i think um you know a lot of that is like celebrityism not necessarily like a men versus a woman thing but uh you know a certain a level of celebrity can get away with a lot of shit on social media you know i would think i would think that you would not sexually but you know also uh verbally and you know people say all kinds of crazy shit and they get like 17 warnings and then you know like all like all kinds of stuff so um I feel like I am discriminated against because primarily that I'm a sex worker and not necessarily because I'm a woman. That sucks. I'm, I mean, that's, that's, that sucks because I feel like if you, you should be equal across the board. Like we should all be treated. Yeah, as- you know, it would be cool if like there was just like one set of rules and they like told everybody what the rules are and then like <laughs> everybody could follow those one set of rules. Um, but it's just not the way it works. <laughs> like the transparency will never be there. Or, or if like the rules didn't change every like six months because they need to make some more fucking money with whatever the algorithm is spitting out. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I'm with you. Yeah, and I you think know, I, I, I'm glad that I just don't really mess with it anymore. I've got my CBD account on there, which you know we it's it's a low hum. But uh, yeah, we don't really mess with the Instagram at all anymore. How, how is that how is that going because i was looking at some of your products and i'm like i was like oh my god like the the massage oil sounds amazing like just to like like i i just it's it's it, i like put it in my cart and then i like didn't check out <laughs> oh, come on. it's it's I'm, I'm there i'm there i think i have to put like safe search on or something or go into like <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's great you know um i've got sarahjcbd.com and you should be able to go straight to there without like even being on safe search because there's no porno on my CBD site. Um, and uh, yeah, so you just go to sarahjcbd.com and I've got Long Night, which is a personal lubricant. I've got Long Day, which is massage oil in lavender. I've got bath bombs called Time Out and I've got a pain roller called Release. And all the products have um, organic CBD in it. Um, I love them. I use them myself. Uh, I guess like the newest product that we have is the pain roller and it's about the size of a chapstick and you can just like roll it on anywhere you have pain, keep it in your pocket. It's great. That that actually brings up a a question that I had for you too. So I've always been interested in what kind of like physical toll does the industry take on you? And like, what, what's your, like, do you have like a regimen that you have to do? Cause I know like, if you're like in sports or even if you're in movies and you're like in action movies, like you have to constantly keep yourself at a high physical level. Is there like a, you know, and not even, not even jokingly, is there like some kind of training, like ex- special exercises that you have to do to like keep yeah, yourself not up, even you know? jokingly, um, physical therapy, chiropractor. Uh, I train, weight train three days a week. I take yoga three days a week. <laughs> um, and you know, that's not just to look good. That's why I can do my job. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, especially as I get older, um, you know, after dealing with the chiropractor and the trainers and the physical therapists and stuff, I 
my body, my body is going through the same things that somebody that's an athlete would be going through or some of the similar things like that an athlete would be going through, like, you know, with the impact and stuff, like not even joking, like, yeah, right. and also, um, things like repetitive motion. <laughs> so like, I've got tendonitis, I've got arthritis, um, tennis elbow, <laughs> Like, yeah, I got all these things. And, uh, you know, it literally just comes from like overuse of like your physical joints and, um, but also I need like stamina and strength and I need to be able to do, you know, three minutes of squats. (laughs) (laughs) What was that physical regimen? What got you interested in the CBD stuff or was there a separate? Absolutely. Like that was probably about seven, 70% of it. Um, when I first started using CBD, it was for sleep and I was like ingesting, um, gummies, which I still do. And I love, they're amazing. Uh, I don't actually sell those yet, but hopefully in the near future, I'll be able to sell those. Um, but, uh, then I started using the muscle rubs and like different, um, massage oils and muscle rubs and, uh, like, yeah, I've got two torn rotator cuffs also, you know, like, yeah, Jesus. like it's a, it's a lot that, um, that, you know, I put my body through and I also like, I've been doing this a long time, not so it's not just a lot, but it's like over an extended period of my life. Um, so yeah, like between, uh, my back hurting from my boobs and the rotator cuffs and the bursitis and the arthritis and the tendonitis, the CBD has provided me a lot of relief. There's really not much better than, um, a CBD massage or, uh, you know, relaxing in a bathtub with one of the bath bombs. Now, how did you make that transition from being just a consumer of CBD products to selling your own? Uh, I went to a convention and I just started asking questions and um, I teamed up with a manufacturer and uh, we created products that I thought that would be great for my fan base and that my fan base would enjoy and products that I uh, enjoyed using like the personal lubricant. It was really important to me that we always have a personal lubricant because uh, not only is it wonderful, and I think it makes like a huge difference uh, in the way that your sensations um, feel, but uh, I felt like it was a great cro- crossover product to my market, you know. Do you ever think you might get into like uh, THC, <laughs> the other one? <laughs> uh, you know, not right at the moment. One of the other things that's like super appealing to me about CBD is that you can give it to anybody. It's totally legal. It's perfectly safe. You can give it to dogs. You can give it to parents. You can give it to grandparents. You can give it to kids. Um, and, you know, THC still has like the psychoactive properties that are going to make it illegal and also provide like a totally different experience. Um, you know, I feel like CBD is a lot more focused on medicinal needs and THC is a lot more recreational. <laughs> but like, would you, so with, I don't know, I mean, I, I'm not that active in like the the marijuana circle, but like, would you be like the first adult film star with like their own like line of weed products? Like no. not CBD, but just like, no. no, that's been, I feel like that's been done like a million times. Gotcha. I um, did team up with a 
gifting dispensary in New York uh, last year during 420 and had Sarah J joints uh, that we were selling. Um, I feel like yeah, Sarah J's are just like right there. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's great. That's great. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's something we might do again this year. Um, it was like with Urban Aroma last year. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what our plans are for April this year for 420, but we're going to do something big. We always do. That's awesome. Yeah. So I have a, uh, this is again, another weird question. Uh, what was, the, so you had molds made, correct? Of orifices is the way. Oh it? yeah. Well, I didn't do it, but um, <laughs> I, I had molds made at Fleshlight. Yeah. Was How was that process? Um, quick. They put you on a table, spread your legs, just like you were at the gynecologist. Um, put, they mixed up some like cold putty. They put it on, I, I think it was cold. It was warm. I don't remember. It was like, that was probably 2014. Um, but yeah, they mixed it up, slapped it on there. It was very quick. They just popped it off. Baby wipes done. Wow. I, Cause I would, I mean, I would, I, I just feel like, like in movies, in like Hollywood movies, that makeup sort of thing, like, like prosthetics and stuff probably like it takes hours. And I was like, I couldn't imagine just having to sit there for hours and have somebody shove like, you know, like putty all yeah, over your they're not adding to it. They're just taking a mold of it, you know, so it's not like they're putting like costume makeup or something on, on it. <laughs> Does but, it... Um, That's a different yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like silly putty kind of. Did, um, how do you feel that those are like collector's items now because they're out of print? Yeah, I mean, I've got a few toys and not only that, but I always keep like one or two of all of my DVDs and VHS tapes and stuff. So my <laughs> VHS. And um, yeah, you know, like it's, it's amazing that I have fans that would like to collect my stuff. But the fact that I'm producing stuff, uh, whether it's toys or DVDs or whatever, uh, I, w I would hope that they would be collector's items because that's what I'm making them for. <laughs> now, I assume you get approached all the time for stuff like that. How do you make those decisions of what products to get behind? Um, you know, you have to think about it from beginning to end. It doesn't make sense. You know, there's been so there's more products that I turn down than accept, you know, and um, some of them are just it's just not not smart. You, you really have to think about it, though. You you can't just get excited and be like, oh, somebody wants to put my name and picture on this thing. No, 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 no. Think about this. <laughs> What's like the weirdest thing someone asked you to put your name on? Uh, okay. And what sucks is I would love to actually have them, but I felt like they're too expensive. Um, they have this bottle opener that looks like a vagina. And <laughs> they can mold it to look like my vagina. Very weird, right? They gave yeah. me a prototype, and um, this was probably eight years ago, maybe. I don't know. They gave me a prototype, like it wasn't mine; it was somebody else's vagina. I use that thing all the time, all the time. These are all the time. And when I looked into um, doing the like, deal with them, the numbers were just not right. You know, like I couldn't make them right. Like there, we moved, tried to move them, and I just yeah, the numbers were not right. So um, 
I had to pass on it. But it's a bummer because like I love this piano player. <laughs> <laughs> what a like thing to whip out at a party too. Like if you're trying, let me get that beer for Absolutely. you. Absolutely, <laughs> I do it all the time. People are like, hey, where's your piano? I'm like, top drawer. They're like, oh, <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Well, then, and then you could be like, can you guess who it is? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, line up three of them up there and be like, take your guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like that's kind of like a, uh, I mean, but it's like you, it's a bottle opener. Like, you don't really need to like buy multiple copies of it. You know, you've, you've got it for like life. <laughs> they were metal and they're very heavy. So then you have to worry about cost of shipping. And there was like a quantity issue, like they had to make like a billion of them. Yeah. Speaking of shipping, I'm a man of my word. And I was like, I have my phone right here. Fuck it. I'm going to order this massage oil and $5 flat rate shipping on your website. That's red. (laughs) That's amazing. Like it was amazing that I could do that right here while on the podcast. But yeah. I'm I'm plug I'm plugging your website I'm plugging your website for you five dollar flat rate shipping on sarahjcbd.com <laughs> there you go <laughs> in the domestic US of course what did you purchase sir oh I bought the uh, I bought the massage oil like I said I wanted and I didn't realize I was like peppermint I was like oh I don't know I'm not really a big fan of mint but there's like lavender and I was like that's the one yeah <laughs> that sounds lavender amazing huh. You're a lavender yeah. guy? Oh, yeah. I love lavender. It's like, it's really good for like bedtime. It's like a really cool, like it fucking chills you out. Like it's perfect. And the oil is not like a super greasy oil either. It's like a massage oil where it's like a dry oil and just like soaks in. That's I feel awesome. like there's going to be a future episode of this podcast where we're using this oil on each other <laughs> and reviewing it. <laughs> like, well, Pete, I'm- let me just rub some of that into your neck here. And we're just going to come back, Sarah. <laughs> are we going to do it through Zoom? Like, are we going <laughs> to. I'll come over, Pete. That takes me. <laughs> um, so you you said that you you're 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 pretty happy with your career, and happy yeah. how things have gone. What non-professional things are you like? Are you excited to do like 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 travel somewhere or meet somebody that like like a celebrity or something that you you just always wanted to bump into? I'm leading into a question, so. Okay. Um, I do like to travel a lot. I like to go to places I've never been before. Um, I have some hobbies and stuff like that. You know, like I, I do have like kind of a busy life outside of work as well. You know, I spend a lot of time working out and yoga. Um, I grow a lot of plants. This, these ones behind me are fake, but the ones on that <laughs> No, because they're behind the couch. You know, you can't have real ones behind the couch. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, like, I like to go to like festivals, music festivals, art festivals, food festivals. You know, I just like to live life and really. What hobbies are you? Are you willing to talk about them or no? Yeah, you know, um, I build Lego kits. Oh my God, that's awesome. Um, and also like the gardening, it's kind of intense. Like I have a lot of plants and that takes up some time, you know, like I, I spend like one day a week on, in my garden area over here. Um, do you do basic yeah, Lego so, or do you do extreme Lego? Oh, no, just like I build, like to build the kits. So like I buy the kits that are, you know, like have the instructions. Right, right. But I mean, like, do you do like, do you do the deluxe kits or do you do just the basic kit? 
Oh no, I do the I do the expert ones too. I just I just got the uh the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Oh yeah. And I'm like waiting to open it because I want to sit down and do it, but like I want to sit down and do it. I don't want to start it and then have to stop and like go to work and then come back. Yeah. And I'm like, I need a day to just okay, do this whole like, DeLorean. It's never gonna happen because they take like their big ones take forever. You just you need a place to like set it and leave it, you know. Um I have started like just at first I was buying just the sets and doing them. And then I just kept buying sets and fans buy them for me and friends and family buy them for me, but they, they're like, they sell out, you know? Yeah. So um, my thought is that even if you don't do them, they're like going to be worth money. Like maybe even more if you don't do them. Right. If like you leave them in the box, I guess, cause they just, they don't keep making them. I would right. think like, I haven't like done anything with this, but I just, I'm like, this just makes sense. I just keep on buying Lego sets. And I'm like, well, I'll either do them or I won't. And they'll be worth a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, My friend... I've got a lot of Lego sets. I just finished the Volkswagen Bob, the little beach cruiser. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The blue one with the surfboard on top. Like, right, yeah. I, I just saw that at Barnes & Noble the other day. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. My my friend, uh, the friend I work with, he actually, he, he, he waits for when they come out, the Star Wars ones. And he buys three sets. So he buys one that he keeps for himself in the plastic and doesn't open it. He has a second set that he sells after it's discontinued. And then he has a third set that he puts together and puts on display. And it's just like you said, like he's waiting for it to be worth money. That's the methodical way to do it for sure. Like I just keep buying them and I buy more than I could possibly do. And I'm like, whatever I get to, I get to. And whatever I don't, I don't. It's fine. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Um, I also cook a lot. Like I'm a pretty great cook. What kind of food do you, do you have like a preference? Um, I'm all over the place with it. Like I make a lot of um, Mexican food most frequently probably, but I can make anything like I can make anything when it comes to food. Um, baking like dessert type stuff is probably a little less experience. Uh, but when it comes to like entrees, I, I'm all for it. I can do just about anything. <laughs> do you like when you go to a restaurant do you like try and figure out how to do it like while you're eating it and then like go home and try and recreate or, it like i'll try to figure out what the ingredients are like what is in this you know <laughs> that's awesome yeah I, I i try to do that with uh so i have a i have a book that's all like mom and pop burgers and they yeah. have like they have like um it was called hamburger america they did like a documentary about it not too long ago but they uh you go to these different shops and they make their burgers different ways but they don't tell you how they make them. So like you see them and there was one from Minnesota. It was like cheese in the middle, but like the burger was like the meat was closed around it. It's called a juicy Lucy. And then you cook it and the cheese cooks inside. What's that? I've made those. Oh yeah. Yeah. But they're like, uh, and it was like awesome. And I was like, the first time I made it, I like burnt my mouth real bad because I didn't realize that there was going to be so hot opening it up. And I'm like, I need to do a little more research before I try this shit again. Yeah. Those can get messy. So, but there's no like, uh, okay. So I asked you, so have you, um, have you met any celebrities that were either starstruck by you or you were starstruck by, and if they were Jared Leto, did you punch him in the face? (laughs) Uh, the answer is yes. I've met celebrities where we were starstruck by each other and I have not met Jared Leto. (laughs) How do you feel about him as a person? Because as a podcast, we are not for Jared Leto. You know, I have zero feelings about Jared that are like at all. Like, no, either way, I'm like, I don't know anything about him really. Okay. Can we just assume that means that you're not a fan of his? <laughs> I think that's, that's, 
you need me to be on your squad, I'm here. Yes! That's three people we recruited to this. We're calling it Friends Against Leto. Because the more he gets cast in movies, the more he ruins franchises. And he recently just got cast in Tron 3. And it's so discouraging to me because I don't like... he. I almost got into a fight with him when he was in 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, And it it was a rough situation. But ever since then, I've just had this unnatural hatred for him and it turns out we all three share this dislike of jared leto and there's more people in the world than you would think that also feel the same way you know it's funny i did read that headline was it like yesterday uh about jared leto and tron and this is how i took that information oh there's a tron three (laughs) (laughs) perfect that's that's how you should respond I got from there. I was like, John three and Jared, people don't like Jared Leto, huh? Just they and they just keep pumping in with movies. I don't get it. He he started a cult with his fans. He that's calls awesome. little girl fans and brings them backstage. I'm done with him. I want him off. Oh, <laughs> I want to cancel Gross. Jared Leto big big time. And I'm not even into cancel culture. I don't like that. But I feel like if they're going to do something, do something positive. So I'm just glad that you're on our. I'm I'm so glad that you said that that you're on our squad. That just makes me so happy. You're the first female uh, guest on our podcast. So congratulations. Oh, wow. You've you got another first. That's cool. Thanks. Yeah. We really appreciate we really appreciate you coming on. It's 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 a it's a big it's a big get, I guess, for that. But it's also cool because we really like, and I'm I'm I know I'm speaking for two guys that are here that can speak for themselves, but like we really like bringing people on that we admire. And I've always found I've always just I, from like a distance, admire just the way you've taken your career because I, you're not afraid to do anything. Like I'm not, um, like, you know, I, I've done all this, you know, with maybe just like selfish intentions of just, uh, you know, not really giving a fuck what other people think and doing what makes me happy. Um, I just feel very fortunate and very thankful and grateful that other people have been enjoying me enjoying myself for all these years <laughs> well and and just to, and just like even on this podcast like you referring to yourself as a sex worker i think that's really huge and important because like you know sex work is real work and i think you know normalizing it and kind of putting that out there and you know having people that embrace that title and bringing like yeah that's who i am and you're just gonna have to deal with it it's a great message and I'm glad you delivered it here and I'm glad, you know, to have you again, super grateful to have you, Sarah. It was amazing to talk to you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be on. I appreciate you guys. And just so you know, uh, you, you're more than welcome to come on. If you got anything you want to promote from now on, you got an open invite. So just shoot us an email and we'll, we'll fit you in. Thank you so much. So thank you. I guess, I guess that should close anything else. Is there anything else you want to, any closing statements, anything else you want to pitch while you're on? You know, if you need to see more of me in any kind of way, whether you want a T-shirt, you want to see what I'm doing, you want to see my social media, uh, you can check it out at sarahjlinks.com.